You're listening Choices 24-7 podcast with Eva Bergman, episode number one, where we share ideas about life and entrepreneurship, teaching you the best proven tips and tools that'll take you from where you are to where you want to be in business and your life. Hello, insiders, and welcome to our first podcast. I must confess that it took me a little longer than I expected, but here I am. So excited to share with you so many wonderful ideas. My team thought that in the first episode, I should talk about me and what qualifies me to be here. But I know for sure that you're not here for that. You're here because you want to move the needle further, and I'm going to help you do that. That is why today we are going to talk about whether or not you are suffering of SOS. Not that SOS, that distress call, but the shiny object syndrome. And how exactly can you be more focused and productive? So stay tuned to find out more. Did it ever happen to you to start things and never finish them? Are you always changing the way you do things? Do you lose your focus? That's what the shiny object syndrome is about. Interrupting yourself from something you do for a better or nicer task. For example, let's say you just started planning to launch your own business and at one point, this process gets boring and tiring. And at that moment, that exact moment, someone pops up showing you a great business opportunity or a new way you could launch your business. And that's your shiny object. You just gave up on what you were doing and start building on that new idea that was presented to you. Now, if you take a look at those processes, it looks like you are starting, building, and then again starting and building, and it could keep going on and on. But the worst thing is that you're not achieving success. You're not achieving your desired goals. The right question to ask right now is how you can get rid of this syndrome and get things done. That's why I'm here, folks. I will teach you five easy steps that you can take to make sure that you're going to complete those actions and achieve your goals. So, there it is. Number one, plan away. Learn to plan your steps when you start doing something. Decide on the actions you have to take and build a strategy that can help you finish this project. Set short, medium and long-term goals and understand that you have to commit to follow through those established steps. A good plan starts with a beginning date, followed by a few reasons on which you decided to start this project. These reasons are very important because when you feel helpless or discouraged, when you feel like giving up, by looking at your reasons, your whys, 
It enables you to remember why you started at the very beginning. Another thing you have to remember is that you have to be specific on your steps and decide when and how are you going to complete them. After that, you can set a deadline and make sure you monitor your progress and follow through all the steps you set. Now, I have a secret for you. I've discovered that these steps alone are not enough because there's a huge trap. You have to be careful to plan your end results instead of planning the work that needs to be done. Our brain loves a good result but hates the work. So perhaps it's not such a bad idea to trick your brain. Number two, focus and remove the distractors. You passed the beginning point, but if you want to finish those tasks, you have to focus on them. No distractions at all. No Facebook, no Netflix, no Instagram, no whatever you're distracted by. In this step, you have to stop for a moment and see what is constantly interrupting you and you have to remove those distractors. It could be your email that you're checking from five to five minutes, your phone that is constantly buzzing with notifications, your colleagues or your family members that are popping up with different requests. All of these are disrupting the course of your thoughts and actions. What can you do about it? Learn to stop everything that is coming from the outside to disturb you. Block the email notifications from your computer. Put your phone on do not disturb mode. And when it comes to people, put up a note or tell them before you start doing your task that you don't accept being interrupted in the next, let's say, 30 minutes. Put some headphones on. Play your favorite music and don't let yourself be interrupted by anything. Of course, if there's a life or death situation, you can simply ignore that because life and health is always more important than work. Here's what I do. Each week, my team and I are creating, producing and uploading our creative content because we're posting on several platforms, on two languages, you can imagine the amount of work that needs to be done. That is why we have a very strict rule when we're filming for my YouTube channel or recording for Choices 24-7 podcast or for IGTV. We block four hours in the morning, Monday and Tuesday in our schedule, and we turn off the internet and we set our phones on airplane mode. This way... We stay focused and connected to what we have to do and we get the job done faster and easier. Number three, learn to analyze. You've learned to focus, but when you're not working and some nice shiny offers appears and everything starts to look more interesting than what you're doing at the moment, what can you do? Analyze. Don't let yourself be enchanted by something that appears nice to the eye, but in fact, it's a deal breaker for you. You have to analyze what is offered, because it might not be the best deal for you after all, just a time-consuming matter that will take you to square one again. 
you have to analyze at what moment, because the timing is very important, because such a deal might ruin your current plans, but it might also ruin your future plans. That's why you have to see if the moment is right for you. And also you have to analyze what does it imply. A second task can be done at the same time if it doesn't take time from your current one. If something small, doable and profitable appears, something that you can certainly do with no extra effort, then it might be okay to consider it or if it'll help you move a little further for the original task. Number four, get a partner, but not just any partner. All of us have a best friend, but what you actually need is a peak performance partner. A peak performance partner is a performing person, not necessary in your field of industry, who can listen to you and challenge you with questions that can give you another perspective. This person will not be giving business advices, but he or she is more like a coach for you. Your peak performance partner will tell you not what is best for you, but what is best for your business and yourself. Since you're partners, that means that you'll do the same thing for that person. We'll talk about more about how you can find your best peak performance partner on another episode. Number five, repeat. We got to the last step of our discussion, and that is to repeat everything that you have applied to achieve your goal, to finish your tasks. You have the plan already built in. All the steps we've been through are all you need to be more focused and more productive. Every action that you take, every task that you finish, no matter how big or small, will take you one step closer to your desired state, to your best persona. And as I like to say, well, Zuckerberg said it before, done is better than perfect. And the most important thing you have to do is stop, because the change begins at the level of action. That's enough for the first session. I hope you'd enjoy it. It was my pleasure to be here with you and to begin this journey of sharing with you what I teach in my coaching and training programs. Until next time, all the best. Bye.